video. It's the only way to get what you want to watch when you want to watch it. Hello, my name is Justin Clute, and I'm here today with Mark Hansen. And ho, 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 it's me, Santa Claus. Santa's here. <laughs> That's right. I'll be sitting over on the side watching, not talking, and not doing anything. Oh, wow. So for the whole month of December, we have a very special guest in the audience. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Oh, I just love physical media. We're not 4K Blu-rays. I yeah, still don't yeah. have a player. Don't put those on your wish list. Let's kids. He will not get you. You'll be getting a big old lump of coal. I'll probably stuff. turn around once the studio stops making Blu-rays. But until then, I mean uh, 1080p Blu-rays, they should come up with a new term for 4Ks, like 4Kers or something like that. <laughs> oh, Santa, you're hilarious. Yeah. 4K Blu-rays make Bay Street Video a lot of money, they do, so they please do. don't so, dissuade yeah, them. Yeah, stop. Stop, Santa. That's fine. All for right. those of you who don't know, Santa lives in the back room here at Bay Street Video. So. He makes all the so, Blu-rays. Okay. Go, go away. And by that, I mean he gets his elves who the are elves, unpaid labor. Yeah, yeah. Unionized boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that's that why talk. we're uh, getting so many things in late right now. It's a big strike going on. So let's start right off the top with our blind buy, and it is Phantom Woo-hoo! of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Mark, I haven't seen We're just gonna jump into the first one, uh, just Phantom of the Mall. Can I watch a sequel, Eric's Revenge? Of course you can. Uh, the first one is terrible and non-existent. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. So this movie is a slasher from the 80s, probably most famous for featuring Polly Shore. <laughs> yeah, definitely most famous for me for yes. featuring Polly Shore. And it's getting the big box uh, arrow treatment. You can hear the crinkly plastic on it. Yeah, this is like one of the most deluxe era releases of this year, I want to say, for wow. this movie. Yeah, right. It is. Like this is a sturdy box right here. Why? Why indeed? <laughs> so yeah, we uh, had both wanted to see this film for a uh, while. Wanted yeah. to see it is a strong term. Okay, because... well, I'd wanted to see it for a long time. Heard a lot of things about it. Thought I heard a lot of things about it being really fun. I remember having like a, you know, it's, it's been on YouTube for years and mm-hmm. like a really shoddy rip and I just never really got around to watching it. And I'm glad I waited because now it's in a pristine Blu-ray transfer from uh, our guys. Not just one Aero transfer, Video. three transfers. Three transfers it's on this movie. It's got the theatrical version, the TV version, who would ever want to watch that? I know. And the fantastical version. The fan cut, right? Yeah. Whereas the TV and the theatrical put together. You know what? I'm going to say it before you talk about how this film didn't do much for you, Mark. I had a blast with this movie. Yeah, you know what? No. Blast. Strong word. I think that years of people kind of shitting on it had set my expectations rock bottom, and that's where you want your expectations to be, that's baby. That's where you do want them. <laughs> um, but I will stop you there, because I won't say it didn't do much for me. Well, it you just compared maybe, it to shop, Chopping Mall. It didn't mall. do as much for me as I wanted to. I think where your expectations were too low, maybe mine were a little too high. Why is it too high? This movie pretty much delivers. I don't know why. The yeah, killer why looks like is... shit. It's about a guy that lives in a mall, and he because uh, he was burned in an accident. I also love, they keep showing the accident. Yeah. And uh, he's killing only bad people in the mall until the end when he has to go crazy, which yeah. is what I want. Uh, sorry, not crazy. Uh, he goes fantalicious. Fantalicious. Fantotic. Oh, yeah, like fancotic. Like That's psychotic. Good, but only for phantoms. But for phantoms. And he learns martial arts. Yep. You see him training with a stick. That I liked a lot. So yeah. as the movie was playing, there's like a song that plays throughout. It's like, this is our theme. I'm like, this reminds me of a movie that I saw a little while ago. What was it called again? And I looked it up. I don't even remember the title. Arrow put it out. And I was like, oh, this is the same director, Richard Friedman. So he used oh, the same 
same thing, like a, a musical signature that plays throughout that like ties the characters. Direct. It's like still crazy. It's not still crazy. Ah, something um, like that. You would know. The cover is like scared stiff. Yeah, scared like stiff. That? That's yeah. what it is. The one that yeah, was yeah. co-written by Mark Frost. Yeah. And yeah, it's very similar to that. And uh, this movie does does have that kind of like. It's fun, but it's also, like, not well made. <laughs> like, every line is real clunky. Every character is supposed to be a teenager, and they're, like, 35 they're years old. old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's part of that great genre of mall horror in mm. the 80s, which I really do like. I guess, for me, it just didn't match up to some of the greater mall horror films but for me. But it can't. But it can't. Yeah, I like mean, Chopping Mall. Yeah, I mean, Chopping Mall is the kind of the, the high mm-hmm. the high point. I mean, The Initiation is, is up there, too. I've I, never I seen like The that. Initiation. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, Arrow also put that out. Arrow's got the lockdown <laughs> on mall horror. Well, they've got the lockdown and the, like, um, we feel a deep nostalgia yeah, for this yeah. beyond any qualities it may have. Yeah. No, I, I did like this movie. I guess I was just hyping it up too much for myself. And maybe the <laughs> that fact is, that it came out in this ridiculous box set, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is going to be, like, it's the gonna 80s good. horror movie that's like right up there, right up with the best. A of them. short circuit too. If yeah, got exactly, a like exactly. This. But ta- talking about music, we got to talk about the theme song too. The theme or the end credit theme song. Oh, I think I missed it. Is oh, it like a rap? Oh, it's uh, it's great. Yeah, it's it's kind of great. Um, but it can it can <laughs> that describes Phantom of the Mall very well. <laughs> yeah, it um contains copious uses in the chorus of the. The R word slur, which I feel like is Uh-oh. not, uh, you know, in the 80s was very, uh, you know, just whatever. Yeah. Everybody said it. We all said it in the 90s. I mean, apart from that, it's funny. It's funny that he has like a theme song at <laughs> the end. Awesome. Like that's the kind of vibe that this movie has. I mean, I like the idea of Phantom of the Opera set in a mall. So Do you? I do. <laughs> what? Yeah, I what think do you like about it? I think I just like that fan. Not that I'm like a huge Phantom of the Opera head, but I just like that idea of like, Phantom like of the yeah, Opera somebody Rider. who they think is dead, who's kind of like roaming around and like, you know, Phantom of the Paradise obviously did it well. He kills like, so many people in this movie. And I got to say, does, it starts yeah. off right off the bat with him murdering a bunch of people in the human sized air ducts that they're constantly oh, yeah. running around in. Yeah, this mall is pretty uh, high. T- I mean, all the malls in these 80s movies were pretty high tech, right? And I mean, there's like gory kills, someone yep. always pops out like you're not gonna be disappointed in not the gonna sense. be disappointed i just i actually did blind buy this movie i just like i just purchased it based on the package alone and my you know desire to see this and it was it was a little disappoint a little underwhelming for for an actual literal you blind buy too much i don't know these movies. i don't well you know what if arrow's gonna put out a movie in this kind of deluxe set then i don't think it's that wrong of me to have my expectations that high I can't imagine watching the like fan cut, like the extended version. Why yeah, that's would I want thing. more like, that's not so like many gory and stuff like that? <laughs> right? They, that's a big thing, though, right? The How TV, is there so much the writing TV about cut? this movie? I know. I took the book out and I flipped through. I mean, like we said before, a lot of it is photos. Oh. <laughs> Lots of photos. But you know what? We the main thing we got to talk about is Polly Shore's performance. I mean, how he's just Polly Shore. Rate? Yeah. I like there's a scene where he shows his ass and the security guard is <laughs> like, does. Ooh! Get so angry. Well, this was like, yeah, pre like movie stardom fame, Pauly Shore. This was back when he was like the wheeze on mm-hmm. MTV, like an MTV VJ. And you could tell, I guess, they took him based on that like VJ persona and just wanted him to be that in the movie, which I guess sums up his whole career, really. But uh, yeah, where's the serious Pauly Shore? Less- 
he's a little less overbearing. I mean, me as a fan of Pauly Shore as a kid, I, you know. Not strong liked enough. Liked him. Yeah, he's a little less overbearing in this movie mm-hmm. than I guess he is in the movies he stars in. Uh, but he's unmistakably Pauly Shore. Could Pauly Shore work with the Safdie brothers? He should. <laughs> he should. But I mean, now that they've done Adam Sandler, I feel like they would just be, it would just be like they're Can they redoing, just do that every they're time? They're redoing themselves. They're, uh, yeah. Speaking of that, what's this? It's Criterion's, whoa, very shiny release of Uncut Gems. Yep. Uh, and this was a quick one since it only came out a year or two ago. ago. And I mean, I saw it once the Blu-ray was released and there was like nothing on it. I'm like, here comes a Criterion Special Edition. I wasn't sure if they were going to do it or not, but uh, but yeah, here it is. Did you like Uncut Gems? Love it. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, love it. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I love this cover. It's just Adam Sandler smiling. I know, right? Do you think people that find it too stressful? I mean, that's the only reason you couldn't like it. that's the point, right? right? Like, I don't know why you would go to this movie and, you know, not want it to be stressful. I mean, yeah, it's excellent. I mean, it's obviously got that John Cassavetes-esque kind of sense, but like cranked up to like 20,000. How do you feel about um, one of the Safdie brothers? Is it Benny Safdie who's like the actor? So he's like yeah, in Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, he's in Licorice Pizza He's in now, Licorice right? Pizza. Um, it's weird, I guess. Like, I like, Speaking good, of the I like good Time. What about him? Yeah, uh, I know, in, I know. Uh, not this movie. Good but Time. The, good I was time, just going to yeah. say Good Time, which is a movie I really, really love mm-hmm. as well. Possibly even more than Uncut Gems. And, and it's weird with that one because, yeah, Benny Safdie clearly plays a, a mentally, mentally disabled, disabled yeah. character. I think he's good in the role, but it does bring up the whole, like, especially in a day and age where we're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, actual representation for roles like this. But I definitely got a pass, right? Yeah, I no one mentioned anything. No one ever yeah. mentioned, and I'm not saying that we should all heap on it or anything, but it's just weird where <laughs> everything like that does get called out, and rightfully so. Nobody even touched that, and I think it's because we were all just like, that cool, good, cool yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> really like this movie. It's really cool. But Uncut um, Gems, but though, what brilliant. Who won the Oscar? Brilliant. How did Adam Sandler not win? The fact that he didn't even he get didn't a nominate. No, he what? didn't. He got an, in, I think he won the Independent Spirit Award, yeah. and that was it. He, the fact he couldn't even get a nomination for this, when the Oscars love those guys who have, like, they're not at that Adam point Sandler. in their career. He's too when they're not doing much. Yeah, he's too based. I think they just don't want to give him any kind of awards, mm. and he is electric in this movie. Like, I think before this, you know, everybody talked about Punch Drunk Love being kind of like, oh, this is the Adam Sandler movie you got to see. But this even, like, blows that out of the water for me. Um, and Criterion, another big Blu-ray set. Oh, yeah, they've loaded Commentary, it. <laughs> new interviews, documentaries about the making of the film and soundtrack, a short film they shot with Sa- uh, Sandler and Benny. Just Oh, yeah, um, have you seen that short? Yeah, they're just on the street, they're right? Just on they're the street, street performers. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. It's fun. So, Criterion... Uh, and it's one of their first... 4K releases as well, oh. as well as this next one. Not, not, I know. I gotta mention it. I gotta <laughs> no, mention it. No. The 4K game. The hey, 4K here, game. You know what? This is what I'll say. I'm gonna get on the 4K train if a listener buys me a television and a and player. A player. <laughs> I will too. I yeah. will too. I will buy all the 4K discs in the world. I was at the Somebody Samsung store and I'm like, man, these 8K TVs, they look great. <laughs> I bet you a 4K would look hey, great. Hey, I'm not saying it doesn't look good. I yeah. just don't have that kind of disposable I'm not shown DVDs like in movie theaters. It looks fine. Yeah. Back to DVDs. It's fine. No DVD. Like, I'm watching full frame DVDs these days. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. So we have Menace to Society. Uh, you a big More fan criterion. of this one? I love this movie, yeah. Do you not like this movie? It's okay. I remember oh, I just really thinking it was like, all right. I've always been a huge fan of this. Maybe because I saw it when I was younger and it just like hit at it like a real good time. one of my friends who were in film schools just like hash-covered um, yeah, apartment probably, that yeah. they were in. I probably mine too. It <laughs> the was DVD like this and then Eternal Sunshine of the, of the Spotless Mind. Yep. <laughs> um, maybe Human Nature if they're real deep cuts. Yeah. You know, there's always a Borat DVD in there <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, a Borat DVD. 
DVD. Uh, but no, Menace to Society always just really like, I don't know, it's just like such a crackerjack movie. It just like from start to finish, it is just intense. And for me, it kind of like in terms of sort of the wave of movies about um, like South Central mm. Compton in the 90s. Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood, which I also really like. I find this one a lot more just in your face and... I guess effective than Boys in the Hood. Not that Boys in the Hood isn't great. I think Boys in the Hood's a little more sentimental at times. More but, um, in your face than Juiced. I like Juice a lot, yeah. but that's uh, that's New York, a different setting. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yep. It's Harlem, I think. But mm-hmm. Juice is great, uh, and Juice is actually coming out on 4K soon as well. Is it just so, putting that out? Just Paramount. Oh, it's just okay. Like, but uh, yeah, Juice is great. But this was always kind of like the big one for me the best one i don't know i like the two actors in it a lot tyron turner and lorenz tate because they're both not whereas in boys in the hood the lead characters are more of like overtly sympathetic uh, in this the main characters are conflicted so they are kind of like they do aren't afraid to show them being like nasty vile people as well even though they are the protagonists it really really works for me and I, I love that I love that Criterion picked this up and has put out like a deluxe edition of it because even though it's been on Blu-ray before, it's just been kind of like a bare bones affair. And now it's in 4K. And it's in 4K. And I love this packaging. I'm a sucker for this packaging. I gotta say, uh, the one with say. like a hole in it yeah. that you can see. I'm gonna through. pick this up. I'm definitely gonna pick this it's up. It's like uh, flowers in the attic of VC Andrews covers you would see all the time. I know, in I know. Paperback. <laughs> but the thing is with the Hughes brothers, and this was their first film. I can't say I'm a huge fan of them past this movie though. I never really. I mean. Definitely from hell? It was kind of just like a sleepy hollow, but not as good for me. Uh, you also have... Uh, Dead Presidents I know a lot of people like, but I find that one a little uneven. That was, They also split up and... They did, yeah. They don't work together One anymore. of them did the Denzel Washington's actually Zadamichi movie. Which, which was okay. I, I remember seeing that in theaters. One of them made the like time. a Mark Wahlberg crime film. Broken City. <laughs> yes, uh, that's right. Very stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, their career since they've kind of broken up has just been like Hollywood crap. But yeah, I'd, I don't know. I, I'd like to see them kind of do something just with the, like, the real like passion that this movie had. All right, enough of these move, move, yeah, new okay, movies like okay. Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Not Boys in the Hood, Menace, Menace to Society. Society. Now let's move on to some classics like W.C. Fields' It's a Gift, which I got to say is probably out of the two W.C. Fields movies that everybody talks about, it's It's a Gift and The Bank Dick. Those yeah. are the two that people reach for. Very funny. I don't think I have anything much more to add than that. I know virtually nothing about W.C. Fields other than he he's is, mean. He, he hates children. Pers- yeah, yeah. I knew funny. about that. I knew about that. Um, so you, but yeah, Kino is putting out a whole wave of his stuff because they're putting out the bank dick as well. Where's the box set, Kino? I don't know. You, they, I don't know. I know right? where it is. It's in their back room because they want our money. They want it. Yeah, they'll put out one. You know, a year or two down mm-hmm. the road when everybody's already bought the singles. So, yeah, it's out. It's 20 bucks. Why not pick it up? Yeah. Moving on, we have another 4K. Whoa, this wow, is... Wow, we're... You're, you're talking... You're shitting all over 4K here, and we're just going <laughs> four, one 4K release after the next I was going to say something year. positive here. This one's cheap. 30 bucks. Yeah. Kino's 4Ks are very reasonable. And this one has... Wait. Is it only 4K? Is there no Blu-ray on this one? Oh, no, no it says Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah, so Kino's Blu- So this is Invasion of the Body Snatchers, mm-hmm. uh, the 1978 Philip Kaufman version, which is Stone Cold Classic, obviously. So they're jumping on because uh, Shell Factory did this away. They did. Well, back. they got the rights to a bunch of that stuff. They're doing To Live and Die in L.A. coming up soon. Misery they did. And, I mean, they've took a bunch, taken a bunch of Criterion titles. Like, they're putting out Great Escape on 4K. Um, or, you know, Silence of the Lambs Wait, came out on 4K. Wait, did that come out just a couple years ago? Because yep. I remember it was a yeah, big deal. Did. That, like, dad so I don't know knocking how, down the door yeah. in December to get uh, I don't know how that works then. Because Criterion clearly still has the rights for DVD and Blu-ray. Because those are 
readily available, but Kino has swooped in because I think they got like the MGM catalog and everything, and they're doing these 4K. Huh, I love Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I know it was unavailable for a while because a Shout Factory disc did go out of print. It did. And yeah. it looks like they just transferred all the special features that were on the Shout Factory disc. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch on here. And unlike Arrow and Criterion, they put them in a list to let you know how much there they is. They do. <laughs> I like how it's just clearly sort mm-hmm. of just written Because Criterion out there and Arrow, the like, they put transfer and stuff like that in that big I box know, that they use. It's to confusing. Make it yeah. <laughs> so that's nice. Uh, I almost picked this one up because I like this movie, even though it's such a bummer. It is a bummer. <laughs> great final shot. Though, yeah, right? great final shot. Iconic final shot. You've seen it memed everywhere. everywhere. Great stuff, though. One of the best, you know, 70s paranoia thrillers that just also happens to be an alien invasion horror movie, too. Yeah, the commies are coming. Get them out of yep. here. So, moving on, we have a film that stars Norris, McQueen, Swayze, and Drago. <laughs> it's Death Ring. All the heavy hitters in <laughs> one place. Oh, wait, what's that? Don't you mean Chad McQueen, Don Swayze, and... <laughs> Mike Norris? Yeah, and Mike Norris. Actors that nobody likes. Nobody cares. That's right. It's a Code Red, but really a Kino disc, I feel. Yeah, <laughs> one of those Code Red repackaged by Kino deals. I've never seen this, but I just Me like neither. I just love the cover. I just love the shameless. I mean, they did this all the time back in the 90s VHS days. I thought this was one. There's trying to a sell Delta people Force on these brothers. that stars a bunch of brothers. I think so, too. Yeah. And it's not that movie so i said no thank you no commentary no. only the theatrical trailer i'm sorry man at 27.95 too expensive for my no, blood no there's nothing on it it is noteworthy i guess because rj kaiser directed it who <laughs> made hell comes to frogtown which a lot of people like. Oh, okay. That's, no? that's a negative in my know. book, yeah. People, people like that movie. You know, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't give this a chance at some point. Yeah, I if mean, it was playing on TV just, and you stumbled upon it. Yeah, you exactly, exactly. Bucks on it. The cover just makes me laugh. And you yeah, know, who too. doesn't like Billy Drago? He's fun. Hey, hey, He's did fun. I pick it up and look at it? And I went, no. Not yeah. today. No, I, I seriously considered throwing it at you for the blind buy, but then I figured since you hadn't mentioned anything, like that's probably bad. Or I would have probably done a blind buy if you had recommended it, but <laughs> it's it, fine. Yeah, well, I now, mean, I looked now online, we'll never see it. And all the people that uh, are usually pro are like eh, two stars. Like it's not there. It's not that's good the enough. thing. Yeah, I think at one point. You know, in the past, I would have been all over movies like this. But then you watch so many movies like this, and it's like... I've seen yeah. them. It's you not worth seen it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, even if you haven't seen it, you've seen it. Listen, we're all about high-class uh, stuff now. Yeah, and this also is like a most dangerous game, right? Yes, it which is. Was and we like, love the most dangerous Which is great, yeah. but like, how many of those did they make in the 90s? I gotta you know? say, Mike Norris, or not Mike Norris, or whatever, the McQueen, he sucks. Chad, Chad McQueen. Chad McQueen. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Ugh, terrible. I don't know if I've ever actually seen him. Him in anything. Yeah, you never got those martial oh, law discs, in right? The Karate Kid movies, though. Oh, right? was he? Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe. I think he was, yeah. Okay. If He's you say so, maybe he'll show up yeah. on the TV series. I then. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on, we have uh, Get Your Wallets Out. This is why you can't buy Death Ring because you need to spend double of Death Ring. More than double of Death Ring. Yeah, triple. <laughs> yeah. Quadruple. <laughs> to watch these movies because we got Stir of Echoes, which. I don't know if we mentioned it on the pod. We're big I David th- Kemp fans. I think when we first started this podcast, we recommended film. And at the end of the mo- at the yeah. end of the podcast, we just did a general recommendation, and we had a Blu-ray of just, like a regular Blu-ray of Stir mm-hmm. of Echoes, and I was like, Stir of Echoes, great horror movie. Love it. Trying to push it. How many years later, that Blu-ray is still sitting on our shelf. <laughs> really? <laughs> Nobody's picked it up. Do people not like Stir of Echoes? I thought everybody. I mean, had decided that Stir of Echoes was great. David Kep tried to come back with a Stir of Echoes like with Kevin Bacon, which was good. It's not, which was not bad. 
I thought you didn't like it. When no, we I talked liked about it. it. Okay. I thought it was interesting. Uh, that was called "You, you Should Have Left." Yeah, you yeah, should have. You should have left. Can't be here. Yeah, it's yeah. not as good as Stir of Echoes, Sequel of but not I bad. think you should not leave. Bad. Yeah, classic uh, sketch show. <laughs> so this has a whole bunch of new special features. Interview with the director, the actor, the production designer, plus all the featurettes that were featured on the original DVD, mm-hmm. which uh, very good commentary. I remember. Yeah, I mean. Would I upgrade? You know, I still only just have the DVD of this movie, which comes with the slipcover where it's like the black stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know how it comes down. Wow, the you have the old I version. I have, the I have old, that old thing. I have the artisan DVD version oh, of Star wow. of Echoes. But, you know, my DVD still looks pretty good. So, I mean, even upgrading upgrading to this, it's just it's just so expensive. I want it. <laughs> I want it on my shelf just to say that I own a deluxe edition of Star of Echoes. But, Didn't you buy a Jesus. breakdown? No, I got the Canadian version. What? I, or the North American. After months of saying you were going to get it. Well, because I got a free copy of it from somewhere. Did it and then come I was out? just like, it did. Yeah, we only got a couple copies and oh. we're still waiting on them. But uh, so, I know. I should buy that. I should uh, buy it. It's too late it. now. You already have the Canadian version. Which you're, so you're not I'm, still, gonna... I, I'm still thinking I should like trade in my North American version. <laughs> Doesn't work that imprint. way, Mark. I'm the sorry. The imprint is it's nicer looking. So we also have The Gift, the Sam Raimi film. Uh, you know what? I have no memory of this one. Yeah, me neither. I remember being really excited to see this when it came out because, you know, like Sam Raimi, love everything about this cast and everything. Katie Holmes. But yeah, it seems, <laughs> I remember Kinnear. it being, yeah, I know, Greg Kinnear. I remember it being disappointing, even as a kid, not really liking it that much. I'd be much more stoked if this was a deluxe edition of The Gift with Joel Edgerton. Yeah, Joel Edgerton. Wait, you and, like that movie? Oh, love that the movie. The one directed by his brother? That's directed by him, actually. Oh, yes. Yeah, That's not in theaters. That was a Blumhouse film. I love that eh, movie. it was all right. Big fan of that. One of the best domestic thrillers of the 2000s. What are you 2000s. talking about? Are you kidding me? You should watch it again. It is I fun. saw it in theaters. I did, too. I was and very it, it excited kill, to see it. It killed in theaters. I saw it on a packed yeah. Tuesday. I was Everybody was for more. so into it. Oh, I love Just it. Just like you and Phantom I love it. Hoping yeah, okay. for more. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, so the gift, yeah, not a big recommendation. Yeah, guess it's what? Okay. It's the same price as the other one. <laughs> you know what would be better a release for them? They should do a simple plan. Mm. They're going to put out a Sam Raimi 90s movie. Haven't they written a special edition ne- of a simple there's plan? There's no Blu ray of a simple that's plan. Weird. At least not in North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving on, we have uh, everyone's favorite Facebook follow, Paul Schrader. <laughs> He's back, and baby. And his new movie, The Card Counter. Did you see this one? Yeah, I did. It's Loved good. it. Yeah, I'm a big great fan. Movie. Probably one of my favorites of the year. I agree. Um, I mean, it is. Basically, he just does the same thing nowadays in well, all of his movies. Well, he figured like, out his niche. <laughs> he did. Uh, he was looking for it for a long time, and then he hit on First Reform. People like that. Yep. And then there's another variation of First Reform. I'm fine with that. And like, you know, American Gigolo. And yep. like, uh, I mean, he basically well, I'm is. I'm a big fan of American Gigolo. Ooh, I like American Gigolo. Yeah, it's all right. You and Alex Ross Perry. <sighs> I love it. But, you know, he basically is just making, remaking saw movies for like not for believe. like a cool hip new audience. I made a joke of like, like, does he do the pickpocket ending? He and does. I was like, he does. It's he's like done. He's time. done the pickpocket ending so many times. Like, but I love it every time. You know, and you can see it coming, right? Like yeah. at the end when it's like leading up to it's like oh it's working up to that pickpocket ending and it just made me smile i don't know i loved every second i thought the performances were great i really like tiffany haddish in it i thought she was like a really haddish? kind of like is it haddish it's haddish sorry I'm yeah not not haddish? i'm still haddish haddish <laughs> terrible with names over here um and i liked her chemistry with oscar isaac Ooh, quite I a hope, bit 
Oscar Isaacs works with Paul Schrader more. Yeah, he's like the he perfect was great Paul too. Schrader protagonist. Yeah, I like Ty Sheridan in it too mm -hmm. as the kind of like nervy, jangly kid. Uh, and Willem Dafoe's got a few good scenes. I thought the Abu Ghraib sequences are really, really like, yeah. visceral or in, and in your face. I just like, I loved everything about it. Uh, I went to see it uh, in a theater on like a, a Tuesday and there was like nobody there. And uh, it was great, great movie. It's a great, great experience. Down at yeah. the varsity. <laughs> Is that where you saw it? Or no, you no, I went, over, I went over the review actually oh. and saw it there. And, uh, oh, there was, was nobody good. at the review? That's sad. No, there, there, were, there were a couple cinema. more people, okay. but, it, but it was nice. It was a great, great experience. Love it. So moving on, we have a new film from a, a favorite of mine, Kyoshi Kurosawa. Yeah. I'm going to say I haven't seen this one. Oh, Wife, no? Nope. Wife of a Spy. And yeah, I, I saw this. I did watch At the End of the World. Great movie. Yeah. The last one we talked about on this podcast. Very good. Um, and this one, I saw this one too because, uh, yeah, I love him. He And he just cranks him out. I love that he just won't slow down. Uh, this one, I will say, is a little more straightforward than a lot of his films. It is very much like... Like a lot of people are saying, a Hitchcockian sort of uh, World War II spy thriller. So it doesn't have that kind of air of mystery that, or like that ambiguity that a lot mm -hmm. of his movies have. But having said that, it's still excellent. It's still like a crackerjack movie. I've said crackerjack twice now in this podcast. <laughs> this, is this is my new. Yeah, the... This is my go-to film critic uh, thing. Whenever I need a no word, crackerjack. <laughs> oh, um, nobody saw that. Marked it like a I chop. Hit, I hit man. the. I hit the crackerjack button. Uh, but no, this is a really great thriller, and uh, you know you might. You'd be easy to, to easily forgiven if you're thinking this was just kind of like a stodgy period piece type movie because it kind of feels like that at first. But it's just like it's really thrilling. And the lead actress is really good in it. And uh, it's got a really great ending. The ending, you may be, the ending you may is also Crackerjack. You so. may think it's a stodgy thriller, but it's just thrilling. <laughs> Put it on the box. Been, I'm literally talking like a film critic writer. Right now. All right. Jesus. We're moving back into stop. the Mark section. Stop. Yeah, this is the stuff I really care about here. <laughs> Drink that coffee, Mark. Yeah. Zip, zip. All right. So here we have American Night. Oh, boy, this cast. <laughs> Holy shit. Every name. Every One name is worse shot. than the rest. Yeah. So Jonathan Reese Myers. Have we talked about him on the show? I don't think so. He's he? been in a Jonathan Reese Myers. He was yeah. in Match Point. Oh, he's in Hellboy. Kind of like, That's uh, he, uh, no. He? Am I thinking somebody else? That they I mostly just in? know him from Match Point, okay. and he was on the Tudors. Like that was his big. Uh, and show. I love how it says and Emil Hirsch. <laughs> I know. Oh boy, and, uh, Paz Vega. Woo! I used to like her. I think it must have been very things. brief. Spanglish. There's three. <laughs> Talking about Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's uh, Paz de la Huerta. Oh, I'm confused. Paz yeah. Vega is from Spanglish. I don't know who Paz Adam Vega Spanglish. is. I don't know. She's been in things. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the there. back there. Yeah. And finally, the best for last, <laughs> Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Uh, Michael Madsen's in this movie, too. What? Apparently. And he's not even on the cover or the back? <laughs> Michael Madsen can't even get cover Wait, billing anymore. Does Jerry B. Piven do magic in the movie? I don't know. I haven't seen this, uh, but, you know, look, I just like I feel like, I, yeah, I feel like it's, he's like smoking aces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's just reaching. That's what... I feel like I just need, we need to talk about these VOD or DVD, straight uh, to DVD, VOD. I love that it says written and directed duty. by Alessio Delaval. So, yeah, I like, look, yeah, I look this guy up. I'm like, who is this dude? So he's some Italian director who's basically a commercial director from what i can tell he's directed a few films that i couldn't find any info about um but it's funny on imdb i love when you can tell when somebody's written their own imdb bio because yes. it's talking about like the first line is alessio delaval is a film director writer and 
innovator or something like that. And then it goes on and on about <laughs> how like how much he's innovated this the uh, and how smart he is. They talk about how he speaks all these multiple languages, <laughs> how many degrees he has. I'm like, dude, you wrote this yourself. Oh my but, god, listen to the smoking. But aces. this movie looks terrible. Ass, <laughs> yeah. uh, summary: where a forger turned art dealer, a mobster and painter. Uh, with a penchant for scorpion, sounds a wacky, a seductive muse- museum conservator, and a stuntman and wannabe ninja. That's Jeremy Piven. That yeah, sounds like a fun definitely. night at the movies, right? I mean, it's got such a generic title, too. American Night. That's it. I'm American shocked you haven't Knight. watched it. You know, I thought about it. I just didn't have time this week, and I was like, ah, dude, I know this is going to be bad. Because it looks like it's going to be one of those, like, purposefully cheeky kind of funny you know like smoking aces sort of thing and it's like when that's done poorly it can just be so excruciating but you know i did read that emil hirsch goes like full psycho because he's like the villain in it so really he's playing, you know, playing to his strengths yeah. playing to his strengths so we also have apache junction <laughs> yeah more, put this on the list. more so vod stuff i mean i was pairing this up with american night because they're both released by the fine folks over at lionsgate who just you know Put out one hit after the next over oh, there. Oh, I don't know. I see here on the back, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Holding our a man. big shotgun. He's got a big pipe that he's smoking. I like that. <laughs> Tommy Jane. I can't get enough of him. I think he's no, been. Oh, you can get enough of Tommy I, Jane. No, I can't. <laughs> I think he's been in five or six movies this year alone. <laughs> I mean, been in. Been That's in. like a day, yeah, right? I know. <laughs> I just want my kids back. <laughs> It was funny. I remember reading a review of, uh, because you know how he was in uh, Run, Hide, Fight. Yes. Back here. And remember reading reviews of that at Venice and people were talking about him because he's got a sizable role in that and how he's like kind of the the one actor who's like, what are you doing in this? And all these critics were like, oh, Thomas Jane, like, what do you, you need the paycheck for this man? He's like descended into this, this kind of crap. And I'm like, have you not followed Thomas Jane's career lately? Like, that's all he does. That's all he's done for the last, like, how long? Decade or so? It's yeah, just like just straight trash. to DVD. He was VOD in The Predator. Movies. He was in The Predator. I guess every once in a while he shows up in something like a mainstream theatrical movie. And I would movie, say Run, High like, Fight is slicker looking than most of the stuff. It is, yeah. Doing. I mean, it is slicker looking, and he is, like, pretty decent in it. Yeah, no, this Daily Wire can go to hell. They're, you know they're all vile. I'm and gonna... Run, High Fight, I just, you know, I had to see every school shooting movie ever made because, you know, <laughs> we We just talked at length about school shooting movies. Yeah, it's you it's a minor, it's a minor fascination. It's a minor them. fascination. I need, I need to see how it's treated in popular media. And in that one, not treated well not not treated well well you know what i think i will probably check out apache junction will uh, you well yeah. you know who the director of apache junction is no who we have wa- we have watched something from this filmmaker oh, no. it is his name's justin lee the director of final kill oh no the billy zane billy movie. zane that movie is terrible <laughs> and Get somebody else is in it right armand asante maybe yeah. Yeah, so as soon as I saw it, because I did look at this, I'm like, yeah, Thomas Jane, you got Stuart Townsend in there, remember him? I love and, how in the back it says, yeah. country music star, Trace Atkins, Atkins and Thomas Jane. I was like, is Thomas Jane a music star? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Thomas Jane is just looking rough these days, eh? He's looking, yeah, he's looking like an old man. you get a real hard-drinking attitude uh, from him. He so. is, yeah. But, you know, I just have a soft spot for him. I don't know why. Uh, he's fun. He's fun. Yeah, just yeah. just he doesn't uh, he doesn't maybe. wear uh, he doesn't wear shoes. Right? No, he doesn't. He That's one of his famous foot. things. He yeah. was barefoot at the premiere of The Predator. <laughs> Didn't get up on stage either. He just came and saw the movie and left. <laughs> Which he did. Yeah. So, all right. Finally, we end with a favorite of me and Mark's, and it is Mel Brooks' best movie, Dracula. Dead, Dead and loving, loving it. it. <laughs> yes. So Mel Brooks hated working with Leslie Nielsen on this. Did movie. he really? Yeah. Wow. I he didn't said even that, know that Leslie Nielsen had stopped knowing how to be funny 
because he wasn't playing the straight man anymore. He wanted to go for the laughs, and because of that, it didn't work anymore. I will say that this was like one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. So, you know, worked for me. Worked for me. Oh, I love this movie. I watched it's it. It's so much fun. Last <laughs> year during a Halloween marathon. Oh, yeah. Laughed a lot then, too. It's weird how much of a scene for scene parody it is of Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it definitely, that's the main basis. And yeah, it basically just like takes that exact plot and then just riffs on it in like really funny ways. And you would think maybe it wouldn't work because Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula almost like kind of parodies itself in certain moments. But like, I don't know. It's funny to see Leslie Nielsen doing this. I love Mel Brooks. I just like, I thought this movie was so funny and I still like, I still think about it in certain scenes to this day. You also love Steven Weber, (laughs) Mr. Wings himself. I like Steven Weber. You know, he was fun in this. Peter McNichol, the Ally McBeal guy. I was shocked, shocked that this has an audio commentary with Mel Brooks, Steven Weber, and Amy Asbeck. This is new, isn't it? I think so. Because I mean, it wasn't on the original DVD, because no, I know the DVD never been was on Blu-ray. Uh, the DVD, yeah, I don't think Mel Brooks is over 90. Why are you making him do commentary <laughs> tracks? <laughs> right? But, you know, it's nice to see him, you know, reevaluating this. Because, like, yeah, I don't think people oh, consider terrible. this <laughs> one of Mel Brooks's, you know, signature films. But, like... I don't know. I, it's right up there with me with like Spaceballs or something like that. I still well, you didn't buy a copy of this, did you? I have not yet, no. But I still I haven't <laughs> even bought Spaceballs yet. So uh, I would probably like buy Spaceballs. Spaceballs? I like Spaceballs more. If I had to choose. I think maybe because I just watch Spaceballs more. Because you love kid. Bill Pullman? I do love Bill Pullman. And it just made me laugh so much as a kid. I don't know. Spaceballs uh, was a favorite. I of remember mine. an infamous screening of my friend. Was it his birthday or somebody else's birthday? Showed the work print of Spaceballs. Oh, man. Just to, like, deadness. No laughs. Like, just silence the entire time. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if I saw these movies for the first time nowadays, if I would think they were funny. Is I don't the know. famous Spaceballs thing still the up marquee? in Toronto? Yes. I mean, I don't know. You'd have to ask uh, your Kibosky. friend Peter about yeah. that. I don't think I've actually made the pilgrimage to that. But it was up there like a year ago, It right? was up there for a while because he it, was, yeah, he was going up there and posting <laughs> photos of it at least like right before the pandemic started, yes. I would think. So I would be shocked if it got taken down. So I love it, was, it. I love that we have a historical marker So in it Toronto was like behind that. something, right? That like yeah. fell away to reveal the Spaceballs marquee. A Spaceballs marquee. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just keep it up. Please keep it up. Pre- John preserve Candy it. Preserve Memorial. it and restore it. Yeah, yeah. Canada's own. Of course. So, yeah, it's nice that Scream Factory went the extra mile for this, I guess. Like I said, I don't know if these are new. You never know anymore because they don't write new anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's new to me. That's the thing. It's not Blu-ray for the first time. It's basically new. Mm. So, you know, we've got this. Still know nothing but trouble, you know. This would make a good, you know, double bill with that. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's not available at Bay Street Video Pod uh, store, but maybe it's somewhere else. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Maybe you could get it anywhere else, really. It was funny. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they're like, oh, you must be really happy the stores, uh, you know, back open and people can come in. I was like, what what store? Like Bay Street. I'm like, I don't work there. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I only do the podcast. Yeah. I fly by night. I just come in, leave. That's it. Yeah. Buy Blu-rays. Yeah. Get cheap Blu-rays. You know, like, that's it. Whatever. I'm like a sucker, uh, like a pigeon that walks in every time. Mark's like, hey, this came out. Just garbage. You know we can't sell I know, anybody right? else. You sure you don't want this? Yeah. Look, Midnight 2 came out. Yeah. I flip it. I'm like, no commentary. I know. Which I wouldn't even probably listen to. <laughs> slide it back. I was I'm surprised. Like, yeah. I'm yep. surprised sometimes when you don't go for my, you know. 
I have hard a sells towards it. Yeah. Mark's Come like, oh, on. man, the bookies are on me. <laughs> I, I got the itch. I need to sell this stuff. I need to, to sell justice. at least one copy of this. I only brought it in for you. I mean, uh, you know what? If you hadn't watched Fan of the Mall and been like, ah, eh, it's not very good. Actually, no, I had read too many bad things about it that I didn't pick it up. Yeah, because you weren't really yeah. looking forward to that much. But halfway through, I was like, oh, I picked this up on Blu-ray. And by the end, I was like, nah, I've seen it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not oh, going to watch it. That's so I'm thing. good. No, and I love the packaging still. But even yes. after I watched it, I was like looking at I'm like, yeah, I could just put this on my shelf but like i will never five years from now i'm gonna be like why do i still have this <laughs> <laughs> coming to the bargain bin at bay street soon yeah. no i th- i do appreciate arrows great yes. work on these box sets and you Not know i'm glad i watched phantom of the Ball. i definitely didn't hate phantom of the ball Wait, it was, it it was in the fun. 40s yeah 42.95 40 it's it's expensive but you know it's apparently again limited editions so yeah they'll put it out normally you just will. won't get the fan cut you won't get the you, fan cut you're never you're i guess really right care. yeah i mean as long yeah i just want i don't mind a booklet if it actually has like some good writing in it with the pictures uh so in metal detector maniac one of the running gags is everyone that matt farley and Tom Scalzo meet. They give them like a flyer for oh, their yeah. show. Oh, I love Guess it. what's going to be coming in the Blu-ray of Metal Detector Maniac from Golden uh, Ninja Video? Flyer. A flyer that you See, open that, up. Yeah. yeah, that's the kind of thing I like. A gimmicky sort of yeah. thing like that. And but, I, I know I have releases that have stuff like that. I'm just like the showgirls giant box. Yeah, like the, well, that's like that's a little <laughs> excessive. I don't need something like that. But, hey, did uh, you see the new Paul Verhoeven film? Not yet. Not okay. yet. I will though. It's um, out there. I will definitely watch it before the next time we record because mm-hmm. I have to put together like year end lists and stuff, and it wouldn't be a year end list without the new Paul Verhoeven. All right, because well, it's definitely going to be my favorite movie of the year, hands down. People have. <laughs> you haven't even seen I haven't even it. I've already sorry. Paul Verhoeven makes a movie. Yeah, you're like just, an old timey well, critic. Between, you're like, I've already made up my mind. I know it's between him and Abel Ferrara. You know, I'm oh zeros like, and ones. Ooh, zeros When's and that coming out to DVD or Blu-ray? Masterpiece. <laughs> uh, you're gonna hate it. <laughs> oh, I watched no, the first probably 10 minutes like and I was like, oh, I like this. You know what? It's just like that bad, like kind of VOD movie style. But it's just like, Abel that, Ferrara like, directed it. <laughs> I know. And you're like, He's I don't in, know what this is about, which I don't means care. it's good. Who cares, right? If I thought if you thought Siberia was confusing, I did not see Siberia. Zeros and ones, I liked more. Okay, and but it's not coming out until early February. Oh, that's sad. All right, so that's it for the Base Street Video Podcast. I've been Justin the Clue. And I'm Mark Hansen. Keep on buying. Keep on renting. Leslie Nielsen film. Leslie Nielsen film. <laughs> These movies and many more are available at your local video store. Please. No. 2001 A Space Travesty. <laughs> Spy Hard? That's Spy a good Hard. one. Spy Hard's a, you know, that's a legit film right there. Oh, uh, Wrongfully Accused. Wrong- Great gag. Ooh, that's the best. That's one of my favorites still. One of my favorites. Holds up.